Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. What is up, Uneducated Duo Podcast fam? My name is Pablo. And I'm Gerald. And what's up, man? How you been? Good, bro. I'm chilling. Chilling? Hot as fuck outside, so I don't go outside. It's hot as fuck, yeah. I try to get up early to go on walks, because, like, after 8 o'clock, 9, dude, fuck that. Yeah, my day starts at... So I'll get home from work, and I'm like, all right, I want to kind of go outside. And I'm like, but my day doesn't start till like, 7.30 or 8. I'm like, at 8 o'clock, when the sun is sort of coming down, and, like, it's not as hot, even though it's still 98 fucking degrees. Like, I'd rather go out then than go out at fucking 5 and die. Yeah, it fucking sucks, dude. And then... I don't know if you've been to Sonic lately. For I don't like know why, shake? but they shut down a bunch of like the fucking like drive-in things. So you got to wait for fucking ever. Oh, like the like the car hop thing? Yeah, like yeah. They come out to you? And I don't know why. It's not here in Boise, but in Nampa, like all the places have like a whole fucking row of that shit closed down. Weird. Yeah. I, w- I wanted to be a Karen about it and like give them a call and see what the, what the fuck are you guys doing, you know? Be a fucking Karen. Hey, fuck you guys. Because it's hot as fuck, dude. And like when I think of Sonic, I think of going to Sonic for like drinks and shit. Yeah, that's all you go there I don't for. go there to get like burgers or anything, but uh, yeah, fuck Sonic right now. I get food sometimes, but that, I guess that's just where you're at. Because over here, there's Sonics are normal. Yeah, yeah, they are. It's fucking weird. I pulled in the other heat. day and bought a fucking Icy. Yeah, it's fucking good, dude. Right now they have like a Shark Week drink I saw. Like a Shark Week slushy? Yeah, so it's like a blue coconut drink with like strawberries on top, and they actually put like gummy sharks on top. That's pretty My dope. My kids will love that shit, bro. I'm going to go take them to get I'll that. I'll fuck with that. That's dope. Yeah. All right, well, we start all our episodes with the one got to go, and this episode we're doing female pop stars. And we went with like more current ones, like not legendary-ass ones, because like Beyonce pretty much now is like a legend. Right? I don't know if I'd say that, because uh, I feel like one of them on here is legendary, but I feel like... Beyonce's kind of like falling out, you know. She just came out with an album. Where she, has she? It, yeah, she just came out. I have with an not album. heard of her. So of the yeah. album? Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard it either, but I know she just came out with one. I haven't heard that in the process of coming out with, coming album, out with one. Saying, yeah, something yeah, but like Beyonce's that. Beyonce's like the queen or whatever. Yeah, she. Yeah. yeah, people like it's so much more than fucking pop music with Beyonce now. It's like she's just huge, an dude. icon to like fucking Destiny's people. Child first, you know. Yeah, she's. She's fucking like the shit now. So we picked four that we think are semi-equal names. You know, like they're in that same category. Category, like A-list pop stars. Maybe not like Omega, but they're still like Omega technically. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we went with Katy Perry, Rihanna, Taylor Swift, and Ariana Grande. Or Grandy, whatever. I saw an interview where she's like, it's actually pronounced Grandy, but nobody says it like that. What the fuck? Yeah, I guess she said, like, her family or, like, her grandparents would say it like that, but now it's just pronounced grande. Oh, okay. I don't think she's Spanish. I think she's, like, Italian or something. She's Italian, yeah. So that's probably why it's pronounced like that. Right on, man. You want to go first or second? Yeah, I'll go ahead and go first. All right. It's not real hard for me to who I'm going to go with first. All right, who are you going with first, then? I'm going first with uh, Rihanna. 
right, all right. Yeah, I feel like that's what I was talking about. Where I feel like she's legendary, dude. Cause like, we were just listening to songs before this, and her songs are bangers, bro. She's got so many good songs. Yeah, well, like when I, like I would, it's weird. Like, I feel like she's not like Beyonce level, but she's like right there with her. You know, it's kind of like how people compare. Um, LeBron and Michael Jordan, right? They'll be like, Michael Jordan is the best player ever, like 1A. Ever, yeah. And then they're like, but LeBron is like the best player ever, 1B, you know? They don't really call him the second best. They call him 1B, where it's like closer to 1A. Where I think it's like, it goes through like generations, you know? Because Beyonce was back when like, I was like in middle school and high school. Like people were, I remember our cousins used to play like a bunch of that old school music. That's different though. Her like solo career and Rihanna's solo career, I don't think are that far apart. Because Rihanna... A lot of people forget that, like, she came out with that, like, Bon the Replay song, you know? The re- Bon on the Replay. Yeah, order, that shit. Yeah. That shit is old, man. That was, like, her first hit, right? And people were fucking jamming to that when I think I was, like, in junior high. I think so. I don't know, dude. I don't know when specifically. When I think of Beyonce, I think of, like, way when I was well, yeah, way you think younger. Of, you think of, like, Destiny's Child and shit. Not, not necessarily Destiny's Child, but, like... I think of her like before I was even in middle school and then I think of Rihanna like middle school, but you're probably right. They probably were coming out with shit at the same time. Yeah. That fucking song came out in 2005, but I also figure like, I was like 12. I figure like, um, Beyonce is like being like way older than Rihanna too. So that might be playing into my judgment a little bit, but, uh, yeah, Rihanna's got to go one off this list because I feel like out of the four to me, she's the most old school, old school, pop yeah old school pop to me what's like, new school pop new school pop like um like when like i think about of your Rihanna, vagina i think of shit? like all those older artists you know i don't think of ariana grande i don't think of t-swift even though you told me t-swift has been around a long time too but yeah they've all been around a long but time. i mean i don't really think of t-swift when i think about old school music i don't know why maybe it's because they've stayed so relevant or something okay um but yeah i'm, I'm definitely taking rihanna off number one i think she's got a lot of bangers she gives me that old school vibe. Um, so, yeah, she goes off at number one for me, man. You got a fucking catch in my throat. All right, Rihanna number one. Yeah. Well, I'm going to piggyback off you, bro, because I'm taking Rihanna number one, too. And the main reason is because, like, out of the four, she's got the most songs that I will go back and listen to in any environment, right? So, like, let's say I'm at work and I'm only allowed to listen to, like, pop music and fucking alternative rock shit that has like less bad words and kids nursery songs like hip-hop you know <laughs> and at work i'll cycle through your ariana grande's your rihanna's your Katy perry taylor swift adele amy winehouse sometimes she's like all that kind of shit because like there might be one or two bad words but you're guaranteed not to have a lot and it's like good music you know but rihanna i would listen to outside of work as well or at least more often than the rest because she's got more of a hip-hop vibe like she she meshes really well with like hip hop artists when it comes to like features and shit. Like she does her features on like Eminem song, uh, the monster fucking banger. And then love the way you lie. That's like one of the best Eminem songs that has a feature anyway, like a female feature. That is a badass song. I fuck with both of those. And then she's got Drake features. She's like her voice and her like style of pop music or whatever you want to call it. Cause I don't even know if, Nowadays, everybody falls into like 30 categories, but her style fits really well with hip hop, which is like my primary favorite music, you know? So like you hear her and it's almost synonymous. It's like you expect her to do to go fucking hard on the beat. Like that Umbrella song, dude, she fucking destroys that song. 
Yeah, I fuck with Umbrella and Disturbia, bro. And then the Umbrella song, it just has like less to do with Rihanna, but it's so ingrained in my mind now because Tom Holland did that shit on the uh, yeah, lip sync battle show. Yeah, yeah. So like he like dresses up like Rihanna and does the whole fucking dance. So now that song's even more elevated in my mind because like I love the video. I like the song originally. Then Spider-Man did the song and like cross-dressed and it made it way better. And now the song is just like, oh, that song is fucking dope as shit. Yeah, man. I guess a little cross-dressing never hurt nobody. Yeah, so I just like the vibe she gives. She's She seems like she's super dope. Even in like interviews, I've seen her like on talk shows and I've seen her like... She's chill. Like you don't really hear about her being involved in like... I wouldn't say drama like scandals, you know? Didn't she get her ass beat by like Chris Brown? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, that's drama, you know? Like... She just gets abused. <laughs> like scandals is different to me. Yeah, 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 it's different. It's not like shit she's starting. It's just her getting her ass beat. Because even the whole Chris Brown thing, like I don't think she just let herself get her ass beat. I think he's just like, asked. He's a man. Well, whatever, obviously, you know? obviously, yeah. But that's she pretty seems like the up. type of chick that would like fight back for sure. There's a funny, there's like a talk show in England called Graham Norton, uh-huh. and he's basically like the biggest show in England. And he had Rihanna on, and he like basically made up his own conspiracy he's all like have you guys ever noticed this about rihanna and then he started put, putting up a bunch of pictures of her and she's always got a glass like, did see that. like a glass of wine or something yeah. whenever she's coming out of a club or to a party and then he, he asked her he's like hey do you ever return those or do you just do you just steal people's glasses all the time <laughs> <laughs> so like they made like a funny ass joke about it like they care dude yeah <laughs> i think out of the four on the list she's probably the most dope to hang out with I think she and she's a soccer fan, which is fucking dope as shit. She's got she's gone to watch PSG play uh, a lot of the big European clubs. So, like, she's got that going for her. So I got to take Rihanna number one, dude. Yeah. Every time I put on a Chris Brown song too, my wife's like, why are you listening to that woman beater? I know because I fuck with some Chris Brown. songs. Ah, dude, Chris Brown has got fucking hits. That's the problem. He's got but I so feel many like hits. I, I'm like I'm like on the edge about it because, yeah, he's fucked up. You know, I guess I won't listen to any after. Chris Brown beat Rihanna songs. I'm mostly listening to before that, you know. When he wasn't sea breezy. <laughs> when he wasn't being an asshole. Yeah. No, but Chris Brown though, like if we're being honest, it's that same shit that we've we've talked about before with like um, R. Kelly. You know, it sucks that he's an asshole, but it's music you listen to so young that you loved that like when you hear the song, it's really hard to like disassociate. Yeah, it's kind of hard, too, because I don't think, like, I proactively will go search out Chris Brown and play his music, you know? But if it comes on, like, a Pandora sort of thing, you know? The radio or something. Like, I'll listen to it, but I think it has changed my perspective a little bit where, like, I won't go searching for it, but I do, like, listen to it if it comes on. He's got some fucking good songs, though, man. You forget how big Chris Brown really was. Like, they were comparing him to, like... Not be better than Michael Jackson, but as like the next coming of, cause like oh, yeah, cause of his dancing and shit. His dancing yeah. and he was dropping hit after hit after hit. He was in the movie world. Yeah, I just want to make it clear though, I do not condone what he did at all. <laughs> I want to be clear. I don't like that he beat up Brianna. Yeah, cause then I'll be called like a fucking woman beater, liker or something, you know. Now, dude, I agree with you. Like, I don't think it's cool that he beat up Brianna either, but like. He's got fucking bangers, bro. You can't deny it. Like people partied to those songs. They're huge. That's that's what made him famous. So like, yeah, just kind of in summary here. Fuck Chris Brown. <laughs> who are you taking? Yeah. Who are you taking number two? All right, so number two, I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, I gotta go with Katy Perry, and the reason I'm going Katy Perry is because. Like Rihanna, you know, she gives me like that old school vibe. Like she's not the new new year new pop, you know. 
Like I feel like um, T Swift, even T Swift, but it's hard for me with T Swift because I haven't listened to like the newer T Swift. I listened to like the older T Swift when she was more country. And that and less was way pop. more country to me, you know. But it was pop because like there's a genre called country pop. Yeah, she was she was country pop, and then she crossed over to like to like just pop, you know, pop world. But yeah, I, I see like Katy Perry as like an because I still picture you know they hate each other, Katy you know, Perry and. Uh, Taylor Swift hate each other. I did not know that, but I pictured T Swift like she's like our age, right? Yeah, roughly. And Katy Perry, I think, is like thirty-five. So I, f- I think she's only barely older than us too, right? Uh, she's thirty-six actually. Oh, okay, Katy well. Perry. Yeah. So I f- I figure her. She's just like older than me, so I think of her as like old, you know? Okay. It's like a weird thing, but I feel like she's got some bangers. Like, um, I think one of the very first songs I've heard from Katy Perry was "Roar." You know, I got the eye of the time. Yeah, I know. I know. You know and I picture that song being like a like an exit song for like a wrestler or something. I don't know. Roar. Yeah. Just the way it sounds, you know, and what it has meaning behind. Um, I've been seeing Katy Perry a lot on like American Idol too. My bad. Oh so yeah. She's, she's a judge, right? Like, yeah. She's been staying kind of relevant with that, you know, but, uh, yeah. Wasn't Taylor Swift a judge on that shit oh, or on a show too? I don't think so. I don't fucking know, dude. I don't watch enough of those shows with like six judges and shit. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, uh, Katy Perry's got to get a lot of good songs. And then Benny Blanco always like, if you guys don't know who Benny Blanco is, he's like a songwriter or whatever. He's always talking about all these songs he wrote for Katy Perry and shit. But like, even after knowing that, I still consider them Katy Perry songs because she sang them, you know, but he's like the writer of the song. Well, oh, yeah, because if he sang it, it wouldn't do shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. I always thought it was weird when like male writers, like you got your Benny Blancos, your Pharrells, your uh, Safaris, all those dudes, when they, when they write songs for women, like how do they get in that mind space, right? Because, like, you write a song for fucking Ariana Grande, and a lot of her songs are, like, sexual as fuck, you know? Like, popping her vagina and, like, fucking talking about how Pete uh, Pete Davidson's dick was, like, huge and shit. It's like, how does the guy who helps her write that, like, get in that mind frame? How is he, like, his dick is huge on his, like, notebook, well, I think, you I know? Think that song, she, she wrote it. Probably that song, but, I mean, just in general, like, a lot of those topics. Like, how do you get in that mindset? I actually watched a show Because pop like, stars sell sex. I, I uh, watched a show where they, they talk about have it? four songwriters, and people that were, in, like, aspiring songwriters would go on there and, like, share songs with them. Okay. And it's kind of weird because guys would be singing songs where, like, so, like, they brought on... A girl artist. I, I don't even remember who it was. I think it was like Kelsey Ballerini or something like that. Okay, sure. And there was like guys writing songs for her to sing about love and shit. So like they usually start off as like if I wrote the song, I'd be writing it for a girl, right? Right. But then once it goes over to be like Katy Perry's song or something, they switch the words up. So it's like for meant for a girl, you know? Like because I guess you can, you can still show the same emotion. Or the opposite sex or whatever, you know? I get that. With a love song. Yeah, but, yeah. like, those crazy ads, like, some of the songs, dude, like... But all songs are sexualized, basically. Like, most pop songs... In pop. In pop, yeah. especially. Like, nowadays, like, it's a really, like, sexual type thing, right? So, like, whenever I hear a male dude wrote it, and I'm just like, how the fuck did he, like, put himself in that perspective? That's what I'm saying. Like, like, it's just a one-way road where, like, it can go either way. They gotta be, know? like, gender fluid or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Those songs it. are gender fluid, dude. <laughs> You right. just changed the he to her or him to her. All right, you're taking Katy Perry? Katy Perry, number two, yeah. All right, number two for me. I'm going T-Swift, number two. Right? And I take Taylor Swift, number two, because of 
I don't know. She just seems dope. I know she back when her country shit was like going off, right? And I didn't really ever listen to her because, being honest, when I was younger, it was hip hop all the way or nothing. Cause like fuck everything else. But she came out with that song "Teardrops on My Guitar" or "Teardrops with My Guitar" or whatever the fuck it was called. And I remember fucking specifically going to McDonald's and buying like a Happy Meal or like a Mighty Kids Meal or whatever it was, and like it would come with a CD with that song for some reason and it had it was just that one song on this on a cd and that was like their toy for the month or whatever what the fuck and i remember hearing it and i was all like what the fuck but then every time i played basketball when you play basketball you know how like if a, there's a tall dude and you shoot it over him like with an arc you'd be like teardrop it's like a teardrop shot uh-huh. every time i'd fucking do that to anybody i'd be like teardrop on my guitar bitch and like every time i would yell teardrop on my guitar every time i was shooting over taller people so it kind of like ingrained it in my mind, dude. Like I still say that sometimes when I play basketball because I think it's hilarious. And she, there's memorable moments with her that are like transcendent of music, dude. Like she had the moment where uh, Kanye West like comes up at the VMAs and he's like, I'm sorry to say this, but Beyonce's album was better than yours or whatever. And she's just like, what the fuck? And like. Then Beyonce gives her her stage time. That is iconic as fuck. It's such a, like, huge moment, and it made her so much more lovable than... Even if you've never heard of her, you're like, damn, Kanye's being a fucking asshole right now. Right? (laughs) Yeah, goddamn. (laughs) Kanye says some crazy shit, bro. Like, it was coming up the other day where uh, Kanye was with, like, Mike Myers or whatever. Right. And um, he's like... George Bush hates black people. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, he did that in like 2008, like Hurricane, Hurricane I was like, Katrina. I was young, you know, so I knew about it. But like rewatching it now as an adult, you're like, what the fuck was this guy thinking? Like they're <laughs> they're getting money together for her for the Hurricane Katrina, I think it was. Yeah. And he's out here. George Bush hates black people. Yeah, he says controversial shit. But like that helped me think of Taylor and not Taylor, like uh, vulnerable, right? Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift. Yeah. yeah. Like I kind of like made me more of a fan of her. And then she switched to where she started going like hella pop music, you know, like that blank space album where like yeah. her like shake it off song and all that shit. So I fuck with her. I think she's dope. Um, I don't know. I, I'd go back and listen to her music. I feel like it's not bad. It's not like a mate. It's not something that I'd probably bump in my car, but like I listen to that shit at home probably. I hear it at work all the time because I can't listen to real music. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I I fuck with Taylor Swift. I'm taking her number two. All right, man. So I got Ariana Grande and T-Swift left. T-Swizzle. Pros and cons for both. So Taylor Swift, like her newer shit, I've kind of heard it. Not really too much. So I think of her as like more country, which I don't hate country. I do hate country. I'm a fan of country, actually. Like, come and take a ride in my big green tractor shit, you know? <laughs> okay. So, I don't hate on country music Some at all. Forrest Gump shit. I love you, Jan A. So, <laughs> I think the con for me is, like, that these other artists to me are more, like, pure pop. Where her, I see her as, like, country pop, you know? I see. So, that's a little bit hard for me to differentiate or, like, in my mind to, like, think of her. In that same status. I get what you're saying. Because the schematic for like real pop, you know, like the upbeat, cheerful shit that like all of them have. But Taylor Swift did way later in her career. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of a pro for me, too, is that her most of her, even her like her country shit is more upbeat and shit. Yeah, it is. So 
That's yeah. that's a pro for me. A con for me with uh, Ariana Grande. I don't I don't really know if there is one. I mean, besides like, I don't even know, bro. Maybe just because she got into it too late or something. Because I mean, I think she was doing music straight out of Victorious, you know. Maybe. But it was probably trash because it never made it big. I feel like in the last five years she's been getting pretty big. She's huge. She's probably the yeah. biggest pop star on the world in the world right now. Yeah. So that's that's my con for her, I guess, and my pro. Yeah. She, like you said, she's the biggest pop star. I watched her since Victorious, dude, and I was always like. God damn, Ariana. <laughs> oh, I always yeah. tell my wife that. I'm like... They get a crush on Ariana. Yeah, Grande. yeah. Like, you know when you're a kid, you have, like, crushes on these Nickelodeon and fucking Disney stars and shit. Yeah, well, they're usually your age, too. Like, yeah, yeah. You're right at that same age. That's why, That's why too, you know? But then I always think about, what if she made a song about me and shit? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Because either one of these two would make a song about yep. you if they broke up with you Yeah, shit, Taylor you know? Swift made a song about, like... John Mayer, I think it was. And, and Jake Gyllenhaal. Joe. The whatever. Jonas guy, too, I think. Yeah, one of the fucking Jonas brothers. So They'll fucking diss you, bro. I'm going to be straight honest, and I'm going to say I'm going to keep Ariana Grande, and I'm getting rid of... Uh, T-Swizzle? T-Swift, just because of that country swang pop shit. I don't know. <laughs> like, if you're going to be country, be country, add that pop flair. But I feel like she was doing it the other way, where she was, like, trying to be pop with that country flair. It's weird. Well, it's because... Oh, the way I see that, anyways, because, like... Once you get big in country or like a smaller subset genre of music, right? Like if you're a big alternative band or yeah, you're a yeah. big indie music guy, you realize that like if you just switch your shit over a little bit and like get into that real mainstream, like fucking money is there. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. The that's real sure. fame. I just, uh, even now I still picture Taylor Swift as more of a country star than a pop star, but with the with like the pop drama. All right, so you're, taking, so you're taking Ariana Grande? Yeah, and Ariana Grande, like, my biggest thing is, like, out of Nickelodeon, out of all the stars, she's, like, the one to actually make it big, you know? Yeah. other people have tried, but she actually became it, you I'm know? I'm trying to think of one. I don't think there's another one that actually becomes, like, The only other huge. person that I can think of that made it huge out of, like, Nickelodeon in general was Drake. Because Drake used to be on Degrassi. I don't even think that counts either. I, I would count it because I watched Degrassi as a kid. It was like on Teen Nick, I think it was. I wouldn't count it as much because like Ariana Grande is like uh, her personality in Nickelodeon, right? Is It's more when like this way more when like Nickelodeon defines people like Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, like started defining fucking kids, making all kinds of weird ass rules like, oh, you work for us. You got to like have this personality all the fucking time. That's what made Miley Cyrus go fucking crazy because she couldn't like be herself. She had, to always, Disney, yeah. she had to always be Hannah Montana. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, out of Nickelodeon, like, those are the two people I think of. And I know Drake. People don't think of him. But I think Drake was, like, before our time in Degrassi. Yeah, I don't even, I never even watched Degrassi. Yeah, I don't even know what so. that is. I mean, I know what it is, but I never watched it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think it was before our time, for she's sure. She's, like, in terms of both things, I think she's, like, the second biggest or top three biggest people I've ever even heard of. Because, like, when I think of child stars that are like we're on Disney and Nickelodeon, the three that come to mind that I think are gigantic, Ariana Grande's huge. Lindsay Lohan before the craziness was fucking giant. And um, Shia LaBeouf. Like Shia LaBeouf came out and he made real movies and was like a real legitimate Hollywood star. Yeah, but out of that list, like... She's the only singer. Lindsay Lohan is nothing now. Yeah, she's nothing now, probably. But I'm just saying, like, those are the only three I can even think of that really rose out and became like their own careers and... Didn't get defined by the fucking 
It's kind of weird, Constraints. yeah. I, I think of Demi Lovato too. I don't think of her at all. I think of her fucking shooting up and shit. Damn. All right, so you got rid of Taylor Swift, and you keeping Ariana Grande? Yes. All right, last two for me: Katy Perry and Ariana Grande. Pros and cons, bro. <laughs> Music-wise, I'd listen to Katy Perry probably more, or before I listen to Ariana Grande, right? Because like she's got more, more st- shit that I would even be inclined to sing along to. Because like Firework or Dark Horse, that that song she's got with a uh, Juicy J, Roar, all those songs, or I Kissed the Girl, or whatever. Like they're catchy as shit. She's really good at hitting you with that catchy ass hook. That, like, you can't get out of your head, right? She does that shit to people. Because, like, even some songs of hers that I hated. Because, like, to be honest, fucking Firework. It was either Firework or I Kissed a Girl. I can't remember which one. But, like, one of them. Or was it California Girls? One of them is on fuck, was on the radio every fucking day for so long. And it was so catchy. But I fucking hated it because it was so catchy, bro. I was like, fuck, I don't want to remember this. Had to have been California Girls. I'm laughing because... Uh you're talking about how you put your mindset into a song for a girl, right? Yeah. And Benny Blanco wrote that I Kissed a Girl song, so it's yeah. just fucking weird. I'm just saying, dude. Like, and she's got songs that are catchy as fuck, and almost everything she does has got that, like, you listen to it and you can, like, work out. You know, it's like a workout mix type shit. Something yeah, that yeah. Makes you want to move. lifting and moving, yeah. Ariana Grande's music is huge, too, but... The other day, dude, I was listening to it, and, like, I really, whenever I listen to pop music, a lot of the times, I don't really listen to the words that much. Uh-huh. You kind of just, you know, you ride the beat in your head, and you, you hear the chorus. But, like, I really listened to she, what she was saying, and it is some sexual-ass, fucking weird, like, shit that, because she's huge with, like, fucking 13, 12-year-old girls, you know? Like, girls, young girls listen to her. That's like that's like the demographic for pop stars. It's like young girls, fucking teenage girls. And the shit in Ariana Grande songs is fucking rated pornography. Like, that's the shit that sells, bro. That's why I know it sells. Is so huge. I know it sells. But fucking, I never realized. Because like, I've heard her songs, right? And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, like cool beat, blah, 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 blah. But I've never really listened. And then I don't when know I, if your demographic's right, though, bro. I feel like older people listen to her because they know her from, like, the show Victorious and shit. I wouldn't say 12-year-olds. I'd probably say more, like, 17, 16, 18-year-olds, you know? Still pretty. 16? Like, the, the, they're teenage girls is what listen to these people, you know? It's yeah, like, yeah. It's kind of like how people our age, you know, we would listen to Smack That by Akon, and none of us were thinking, like, what he was really saying. We were just thinking... He's smacking something. With you know? none of those songs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them were sexual back in the. But like, now that I like, 2000s. I actually like listened to what she is saying. Holy shit! That sh- those songs are graphic as fuck. Like, in certain ones, I'm pretty sure she like describes exactly how like she wants to be licked and moved and rotated and thrown around. Like it gets fucking real. And not that I'm too old that I don't appreciate what she's saying or like think it's cool that she can say that kind of stuff. Cause like whatever, do what you want to do. That's your shit, right? But when I really heard it, I was like, "Fuck!" Like if I tried, I even imagined. I was like, "Damn, if I had a kid, like, would I really want my daughter to be listening to this girl fucking talking about how Pete Davidson ravaged her?" And then I think about it, like, <laughs> so everybody, I think everybody had a crush on Ariana Grande when she's on Victorious. Like, if you're in the same age group, if you didn't, you're fucking lying or you're gay. 
but which is fine by the way yeah <laughs> victor but uh <laughs> oh man but i i just her music is so fucking crazy now that i'm like holy shit and if katie perry gets mad at me i feel like she'll dump you or she'll just be like we're not friends anymore or whatever but if Ariana Grande gets mad at you, she's going to make a hit-ass song, and everybody's going to know it's about you. Like, thank you, next. Everybody knows that shit is about Pete Davidson. <laughs> she, like, specifically says their yeah, names, dude. She, like, straight calls you out. Her and Taylor Swift will call you the fuck out in a song. It wasn't just Pete, though. She called out, like, four or five exes. <laughs> God yeah, dude, fucking no, dude. Like, she's cool, whatever, but, like, I ain't trying to get on a... You can't diss a pop star back. That's the problem. It's like, if she... This is a regular, like, Pete Davidson is a comedian, right? What's he going to do? Does, like, a stand-up special, does a couple jokes? It's not going to get anywhere near as much traction as the number one pop star writing a fucking song well, yeah, about yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, because he did have a comeback. He's like... Yeah, in his comedy special. He said special. something about, like, oh, it's just as funny as your ex-girlfriend writing a song about your dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's funny, but it's like, fuck that, dude. So I'm taking Katy Perry, and she also has more, like... I feel like there's more hip-hop involved in Katy Perry's music than there is in Ariana Grande's music. And I'm always more prone to, like, if it's got a hip-hop feel, even if it's, like, a pop song or a rock song, I tend to like it more than I like a regular song of that genre. So I'm keeping Katy Perry, and I'm getting rid of Ariana Grande. All right, man. Can't have any songs out there about my penis, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Then like you're gonna be with Ariana. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's the fear, dude. Like, even imagine if you're just like her friend and you do some stupid shit. I think she's cool. She'd be cool to hang out with. Though. I think all of these people would be cool to hang out with. Cause like I've seen them on other shows, like specifically like James Corden does like sketches with them. And there's like one where he carried Ariana Grande around. And, like gave her a piggyback. I'm gonna be honest to you, bro. I don't feel like Anything we see on TV is like the real them. I think it's them in the. Because uh, I could see them behind like the scenes being like, I can't believe this motherfucker put me on his back and shit. You know? Nah, no, I I I get what you're saying. Because they for have like certain a persona, stuff. bro. Like, I know, I know, I know what you're saying for certain things because they do have personas and you can you can see the fake shit a mile away, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Most people can tell, but there's always those small moments, and I think it tends to come more when they're like on a YouTube clip or like uh, in an interview or something not so much like out in the public but more like oh conversation yeah yeah where you really hear or see like oh they were there this is how they actually are you know yeah because like there's also a clip where like they're doing carpool karaoke and i think it's not um it's selena gomez in the car right they go to a mcdonald's and they order mcdonald's and he starts embarrassing her at the window he's like i need the cup that's got selena gomez's music i'm in the car with selena gomez and in that moment like you can tell she's like She's being totally real, right? She's, like, embarrassed, and she's, like, it normalizes how. Because all these people are so fucking famous. It makes them seem more normal when you see those moments where they feel like real people and not just, like, megastars. Yeah, I don't know. Because where you see, like, where I see, like, the most real, like, artists and shit is in, like, their documentaries. It's kind of weird. Where, like, they get real, and they're talking about, like, how they always have to put on, like, this fake persona to try to please everybody and shit. Weird. Documentaries are sad though, bro. Like I feel like every time a fucking music person has a documentary, because they're, they're all like, sad, bro. <laughs> yeah, they're like all sad, their yeah. life went to shit. But like, I mean, did you listen to the podcast of Miley Cyrus on Joe Rogan? Yes, I did. Like she was real as fuck in that, right? Like you felt like the shit she was saying. Was I felt way like more. she was genuine in that. Yeah, yeah, that's but what I'm the saying. The Miley Cyrus I've always known 
is like first of all like the really like sweet caring like Hannah Montana yeah right? like the climb and, and shit and then you hear about all the crazy shit she's doing with like Robin Thicke on stage <laughs> and the fucking <laughs> cannonball or whatever yeah and then you hear the podcast and you're like holy shit I'd probably be fucked up too yeah exactly what I'm saying so my list went I went Rihanna then I went um fuck I already Katie forgot Katy Perry Katy Perry then I got rid of T Swift and kept fucking Ariana Grande. Yeah, and I went Rihanna, Taylor Swift, Katy Perry, got rid of Ariana Grande. Right on, man. Alright, well let's move on to other shit, bro. You're telling me something about Subway. Yeah, so some independent study or something happened where like Like a college study? Like a real study, or is this like some dude just like I went to Subway? I don't know exactly like the the full details of it, but basically they tested the tuna from Subway to see if it had any like traces of DNA from tuna. Okay. Which I don't even know how the fuck you do that. And uh, oh, they yeah. found that there was zero DNA of like any tuna in fucking actual tuna. This reminds me of that shit with McDonald's where like they were like, are the nuggets really chicken, you know? And, yeah, yeah. And, and they it was that just glop. Yeah, and it was just like pink gloop like t- that looked like chicken, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, they swear that <laughs> it's, it's uh, tuna or whatever. I don't know how like accurate that is but i mean that if anything it tarnished the reputation bit, yeah is that even like a big deal because like honestly i don't go to sonic that much so uh-huh. is tuna like a big part of their fucking sandwiches there's just this just like a study that's like let's see if they're fucking I, I can't say like on a study basis i can only say from personal experience like i get the tuna sandwiches okay it tastes like tuna i would make at home just like maybe mushier i don't know fuck uh, i feel like they can take the blow bro i mean they handled Jared being a fucking child molester. I'm sure they can handle their tuna not being tuna. That is so true, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, their main spokesperson like the like had a little kid pornography on his computer and shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> hey, I'm Jared. Lose some weight. <laughs> fucking little kid porn on his phone and shit. So I guess the New York Times did the fucking study or whatever into uh, the tuna there. So they sent a sample of it to the labs and found no no traces of tuna in that shit. Okay, well, I'm about to tell you something about something that fucked me up, right? So I'm watching, uh, I scroll through Netflix all the time, right, to look through shit. When you said New York Times, it reminded me of it. I watched a movie called Spotlight. Okay. Have you heard of it? I think I've seen it. It's about a football? No, no. Okay, no. Uh, highly recommend fucking, I watched it and I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. So we're both. Well, I don't know. We're both Catholic. We're raised Catholic. I don't know how much we actually do it now, but we were both raised Catholic a little I'm bit. I'm like right? considered agnostic, and I don't think you're Catholic at all. <laughs> but we were raised Catholic. Like we were baptized, and we went to church as kids a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, this is about the Catholic Church and all that shit about priests and like what the story that really helped, um, like bring it to the foreground in the U.S. anyway. And it's the Boston Globe in Boston that like. They have a specific group called Spotlight that focuses on one story for like a year and they dissect it and try to find everything and really figure it out. So the movie's called Spotlight and they figure out like in Boston how many priests have been in trouble for like sexual acts against little kids. And then like it shows how that's how they come up with the story and how that story comes out and then how that's like proceeds and like breaks the story all around the country, you know, like all those groups come out. And I was watching it and I was like, holy shit, dude. Like the amount of like research and stuff that it takes for them to uncover this. Like it's like a, what's a good word for like, like a travesty. 
Yeah, I would say travesty. Like a travesty? Because, like, it was just fucking crazy. I remember watching it, and you were reminding me of it. I was like, holy fuck, dude, this movie. Fuck, did not know it ran that deep. Because, like, that's, like, a real problem, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of like that McDonald's story, too, remember? What's the McDonald's story? Not, not the chicken nuggets, but the guy that ate McDonald's for, like, a month straight. Oh, the supersized me, yeah, dude? Yeah, yeah. And he kind of, like, opened up everybody's <laughs> eyes about shit. Because I guess, like, a a small here is, like, a large in the UK or something. Yeah, yeah. Our, <laughs> like, we, our meal sizes and shit are yeah, huge. Yeah, yeah. And then we add, like, a bunch of salt to shit. And over there, it's, like, a, th- a third of that or whatever. Yeah, so whenever I watch it like that, like, I watch a movie and, like, oh, we broke this story or, like, here's this thing and how it really affects you. And I'm just like, God damn, bro. I consume these things all the time. I was like, it's like weird. Yeah. I was really in Catholicism as like a kid. Like I got baptized. I did my, um, first communion, all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And then like, I used to eat McDonald's. I eat McDonald's all the fucking time, bro. But then you're like, the, I remember in that movie specifically, like the dude puts like a burger down and it doesn't decompose for like a month. Yeah. It yeah. just like stays a burger. <laughs> Somebody had a burger for like 10 years, bro. Yeah, it's like, what and the it fuck is the that, same, dude? Yeah. It's fucking crazy to me. Uh, it's kind of ridiculous. There's also that movie about like the food industry and shit and how they keep cows and chickens and shit. Oh, yeah. I was like vegan for two weeks after that. You were vegan for <laughs> two yeah, weeks? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just kind of gross, dude. Like the way they're treated and what they do and shit. Because I guess some chicken breasts get like injected with like... Steroids type thing? Like... uh growth hormones yeah. or something and some of them can't even walk because of how huge their breasts get and shit i don't know it's fucking weird yeah i think chick-fil-a recently within like the last year or something they started declaring like that they they buy non free yeah like yeah, hormone gmo or whatever yeah, yeah. non-gmo chicken because like they didn't want to buy the shit that's getting fucking super processed shit to become on. like gigantic chicken yeah that's fucking weird dude like what's what's the word for that it's like something farming when they like Oh, it's like synthetic farming or something? No, it's some other word. It's like mass mass farming. Like when they have all these cows and pigs like that are just like, or chickens that are like just growing up inside of factories to be killed. So like the meat isn't as good and it's kind of like, it borders on like. I know what you're talking about. And it, it all like stems back to like our, our consumption, bro. Because basically what happens is like these companies are like, because most farmers are like independently contracted through like Tyson and shit. Oh yeah. So they like, they need more meat, so they force these farmers to put more cows on smaller pieces of land and shit, which then makes these cows get sick and shit. Because I guess they're not even supposed to be eating corn and shit, and that's what they give them to get them, like, fat real quick. Really? Like, they're not supposed to graze on that kind of stuff? Not on corn, yeah. They're supposed to be eating, like, in a, an open field sort of shit, you know? Just or, fucking grass? Yeah, yeah. They're just supposed to be out there living Something life? Something like that. I don't know, bro. I've heard that. Because like, haven't say- you ever heard of that Wagyu beef? Yes. So those are like treated. They're only given like olives. They get massages. They have like records of like when that cow was born, who it was born from and all this shit. It's like a breeded cow. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like treated properly, you know, and the meatweed is like it is kind of weird because like I don't know if you knew this, but like at like grocery stores, they'll take the meat. And if it starts turning gray, they'll go dump it in like blood to reoxygenate it. It's fucking gross. <laughs> they do that at grocery stores? Yeah, bro. Like at Albertsons? 
Albertson. Yeah, I don't I don't want to say names, but like most butcher places, yeah. That's fucking crazy. It's fucking gross. Yeah, I've never you, even seen like gray meat. So like are they just doing this shit so they're So usually they me? do it in the morning cuz I used to go grocery shopping really early and okay. you see like the gross meat like before they come out and grab it to go do that shit. But it makes sense, dude, because sometimes you'll you know those little p- trays that they put down, they put like something that'll like suck up the blood. Oh yeah. So like the extra blood will go in there. It's fucking gross. But I'll still eat it. <laughs> You'll still eat it. Get yeah, that, I mean, get a, a steak is good, dude. Like, yeah, I know, it's fucking weird. How we just eat these animals? Yeah, yeah. I mean, not not that we eat them, but like the way they're processed and all the shit that's hidden from us, you know. How much like, we I'm don't not care? Strong, I'm not strong as I'm not so strong about it. Where like I'm like pita, but I'm more aware. Like if I see something that's like locally grown, I'll grab that instead of like. Well, it's weird how we care about different animals though, because I think about it like. That's so true. I don't give a shit about a cow. I don't give a shit about a chicken. I like eating fucking steaks. I like eating ribs. I like eating chicken legs, all that shit. But then you think of a whale fucking stuck at SeaWorld, and you're like, that's fucked up. Like, they're not meant to be there. It's meant to, like, roam free. It is fucking weird, dude. But, like, so for that, I'm like, fuck them. But then I'm like, uh, but, you know, like, the steak's if good. the steak closes, you know, like, what am I going to eat? <laughs> that's funny, bro. So yeah. it's just like it's different fucking priorities when it comes to animal rights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless you're PETA, then you care about everything. That's true. PETA gives a shit about all of it. So you see McGregor break his leg. Yeah, I actually watched the whole fight. I only watched the highlight of him breaking his leg. But you it's saw the fun. actual fight, right? I saw the whole fight. It was only one round. <laughs> <laughs> five minutes? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you can justify spending $65 for five minutes. It's weird. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I watched the fight and... uh I'm not going to lie, like, McGregor said he was winning, but I, I really think Dustin Poirier was kicking his ass, at, especially at the end. I saw a tweet of the scorecards. I don't know if it was official or not, but he won. Uh, Dustin round, Poirier right? won the first round, yeah. He was up, like, 10-8 on two judges and, like, 10-9 on one. Yeah, I don't know what's up with McGregor. I think he's, like, going through, like, a midlife crisis or something because he was cool with Poirier after the second fight. He's like, yeah, I'm going to donate a million dollars to this guy's donation. Yeah, you were, you were saying actually, cause I know he was, he promised to donate, but you said that you heard he didn't donate and that's why there's like beef. Well, I think Poirier came out publicly and said he didn't donate shit and that pissed off McGregor. So then McGregor like got on his high horse and was pissed as fuck, dude. Like he was telling him he's going to leave the ring on a fucking coffin and uh well he said he said uh i'm gonna make him leave on a stretcher because there's a bunch of memes because mcgregor had to leave the ring on a stretcher so yeah like yeah karma. god damn that's funny and even as he was laying there like um he was still talking so much shit like as poirier is leaving the fucking the ring he's like your wife's in my dms uh, <laughs> your wife's in my dms yeah i saw that you can shit. see us at this club tonight i was like God damn, this guy fucking has no shame. I've never been huge on McGregor as a thing. You know, I'm not a McGregor fan at all. Because like people fucking love him, and I get it. He's controversial, and at one point, like every time he said something, he backed it up. You know. Yeah. But now he seems almost kind of sad to me. You know, it's like you're rich already. You're established. You're you're basically a legend in your sport. You've uh got all other kind of like entrepreneurial shit going on, right? But he keeps making these weird ass spectacles of himself, you know, like first he did that shit where he throws the uh, dolly at the bus that had Khabib in it because he wanted, he was going to fight him next, you know, trying to start real shit. Then he beats up some old dude in that bar over like not taking a shot of his whiskey. 
And now it's gotten to the point where like he's like so upset over breaking his leg that like talking about this dude's wife and shit after he's lost the fight. Like, I mean, I know you you lose it on that like medical TKO, whatever the yeah, yeah. phrasing is, but like humble, bro. You got to be humble in those moments like that. That's the kind of shit that I like. Cause like for me, it feels like he's doing sort of a Michael Jordan, right? Michael Jordan left. That's so funny. I was just thinking that. Yeah, I was Mike- like Michael Jordan golfing or Michael Jordan fucking playing baseball is where McGregor's at right now. Well, yeah, well, Michael Jordan left, right? And he came back and came right back and won three titles again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But McGregor left and came back and is getting his ass beat by the fighters who stuck it out because that's how your sport works. What was the statistic? The statistic he lost like. Four of his last five fights or something like that now? I think it's like four out of... I'm not sure exactly. I know he lost. If we're going all the way back, he, he lost against Mayweather. And then he loses his next fight against Khabib. Then he beats Cowboy Cerrone, who's like a journeyman in the UFC. You know, someone they just put up against. So like like a warm-up fight almost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's good, but it's like a warm-up to like get you back in the rhythm. So he wins that, but then he loses to Dustin. And then he lost to Dustin again. Yeah. So like four out of five. And... Hang up the fucking gloves, bro. Like, you're getting... You're, I don't know why the beef's so strong either, because, I mean, he fucked up. He said he was going to donate a million dollars, and he didn't. So he's just basically being called out for doing for not doing something he said he was going to, you know? Yeah, and they also said, like... Or I heard Dustin Poirier say that... Holy shit. I got a fucking catch in my throat. He said that uh, he thinks that McGregor kicked him, and that when he checked one of the kicks, that he might have, like, fractured it. Yeah, like, like, you know, cracked you, it. yeah, cracked the bone. Not not broke it, but like give it a little fracture. Yeah, yeah. And then when McGregor tried to like put all his weight on it for the punch, it just snapped. it just snapped. Looks so gross. And that sounds pretty plausible to me because like a lot of people do that. You know, they they'll hit you in like a small bone fracture or something, and then when they try to do something else, like yeah, because there was a lot of kicks thrown, dude. It gives way. He even did like that flying kick thing that he does, like very first right off the ring, like the knee thing. Yeah, where he, like, flies at the person or whatever. Oh, okay. It's fucking weird. <laughs> it was weird. Uh, I saw a TikTok. It was funny as fuck where, like, Dak Prescott was watching his leg get broken. McGregor's leg broken. Oh, yeah. He's just looking like. And the caption was, like, he knows how this feels. Oh, why? Dak Prescott broke his leg? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, at the beginning of this last season, I think it was. Or right before the Super Bowl last year or something. Damn. Yeah. Well, he's going to have to try to come back. And I'm sure they're going to try to do, like, I think the it's fourth over. fight. I think it's over. I think he does want a fourth fight. He might get it, but he'll probably get it. He's such a big name, but I, it's, I'm not interested in it. I don't know. I'm a lot of the fights lately have been kind of trash. Yeah, they have, but I still kind of watch them because to a certain extent, they're exciting. You know, if I was McGregor personally, I would have fight. Jake, I would have fought Jake Paul, dude, because he was offering him like fifty million or something. Well, he could probably fight Jake, for the money. He could probably fight Jake Paul after he heals up. And well, he told him it was off the table after that if he lost this. Yeah, but he's just talking shit. He's just trying to get in the news because Jake Paul knows how to sell himself. You know, he really does. The yeah. more the more he shit talks Conor McGregor now, the more Conor's more likely Which to call him out. Which is weird because that's what a lot of people love about McGregor is like how he talks such a big game and shit. Yeah, but the difference I think is that like. People consider McGregor a real athlete, and nobody considers Jake Paul one. It's weird, too, because I feel like after McGregor lost to... Khabib? Khabib, it kind of humbled him a little bit. He got his ass beat by Khabib. And then he was cool with uh, Cerrone. He was cool with Dustin Poirier after he fought him again. And now he's kind of switching back to his old McGregor ways. Well, I think he got mad because he lost. Yeah, I mean... Because he loses that first... He beats... 
But you got to lose humbly, dude. Like, beats- you can talk all the shit you want before the fight. Maybe you'll back it up. Maybe you won't. But then at the end of the fight, you got to, like, just man up and take your loss, you know? But he didn't do that. He beats Dustin the first time. Or if he beats him in that second fight, then, you know, after the fight, oh, respect, respect. But because he lost and he wanted that third fight, he was like, fuck this guy. Fuck him. Not going to donate to his shit. Blah, well, blah, it was blah, after blah. the second fight that he was cool with him. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Cool. But I don't like Conor McGregor. Fuck him. But speaking of fucked up legs, this is the super recent. We were literally just now watching the Euro final. So the Euro soccer tournament. And England and Italy were in the final. It went all the way to fucking penalty kicks, which is like the most exciting thing in soccer because, like, it's so. Could go anyway. Yeah, it's like. It's really like if you miss, you fuck your whole country over. And you're talking about like here in America, yeah, the U.S. lost a PK shootout. The soccer world would care, but your whole country won't. Like the media is not going to turn on you. But like if you're in England and you fucking lose a PK shootout, like. They'll put your name up there and say missed penalties. Yeah, like the whole country knows. Like that's like they ride. That's their main sports. Like if right here, like. I don't know. Some kicker missed a kick in the Super Bowl final, and like he always he always scores. Like that dude's gonna get fucking hit hard by like the media and the fans. Yeah, yeah. So we watched the Euro final, and England lost to uh, Italy three two. And they they fucking they subbed on like three players at the end. I think they subbed on two players at the end to, so that they could shoot PKs. And they and, all missed, and they both missed, bro. It was too much pressure for like the twenty one year olds. Yeah, I don't watch soccer that often, but. Uh Penalties are always so intense because, like, you just don't fucking know, man. <laughs> like, a couple times we were like, oh, he's going to miss. You just get a feeling or whatever. And he actually fucking missed. It was weird. Yeah, you do get that feeling. I'm trying to think of, like, the pressure, right? Because, like, there's a lot of things that I can think of that are, like, super pressure situations. Yeah, we were talking about the pressure. That sucks. But there's so much pressure there. Like, you have to score the goal for your country to have a chance to win. I feel like if you miss penalties in the UEFA, like, final, you you end up going to, like, the MLS. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, sorry. Nobody it's, wants you. Sorry, we have to send you to the MLS I feel now. like even second division, like, European leagues are better than MLS. Probably. But I'm just trying to – so, in soccer, right? Fuck. You're, like, 21 years old, 19 years old, and you're, like, on the biggest stage, like, in your country. Like, that pressure's got to be fucking crazy. Especially when the fans are wild. Well, they were the home team, too. So, England's the home team. <laughs> Fuck. Losing at home like that, that's a bitch, bro. Losing at home in any sport's a bitch. That's two That's two cups in a row because the Copa America you guys were watching yesterday. Yeah. Brazil was the home team and Argentina won. <laughs> shit was crazy. Yeah. It's a good time right now to watch all the soccer finals and shit. Which, okay, so I bought a ticket for Vegas, right? I'm going to go to Vegas at the end of the month to watch the gold cup final which is the soccer tournament of like north america central america yeah yeah and i am betting like i don't know for sure but i'm betting that mexico is going to get to the final like that's the whole point i bought the ticket and that's what i want to happen but they played their fucking first game yesterday and they tied against a team that's fucking dog shit so i'm a little worried now bro i'm a little worried because if they don't get to the final I mean, I'm still going to go to the game because I bought the ticket, obviously. We were talking about that. But I wanted Mexico. I want Mexico to be there. That's what, like, that's that what makes it worth it. I was like, dude, what if they don't make it, dude? Because 
I mean, there's that whole rule, and I heard that they stopped the game twice yesterday. They stopped the game shit. twice because they keep doing the puto chant. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, they only get like three or four outs before like it becomes a behind closed door game. Yeah, that fucking sucks. Yeah, so I'm hoping they make it, dude. I bought that ticket specifically so I could watch Mexico play in Vegas. So I'm hoping that they fucking, I don't know, go get in the locker room or talk to your coach and fucking sort that shit out because we shouldn't be tying against a team that sucks ass. I don't even know where Trinidad is. It's like in the Caribbean. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's really not a, a high-level team, you know? It is not How do you expect level. to do get good against Brazil, Argentina, fucking Portugal? Spain, even Germany, fuck, if you can't even beat Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah, exactly. You can't fucking beat some team that no one's ever even heard of. Most of the people probably don't even know that's a country. Yeah, because they really, the only time I really hear them is when it's in the Copa. Yeah, soccer world. Yeah, Copa Oro or whatever it is. Yeah, so fuck. They better fucking fix that shit, dude, because I want to go to this and I want to see them win. Yeah, kind of talking about disappointments, though. I heard that. uh, Disappointments? (laughs) Nigeria beat the U.S. in basketball, bro, in the Olympics. Not the Olympics. It was an exhibition match. The exhibition match. But it was but our, I mean, our Olympic team. Yeah, yeah. It was our Olympic team against Nigeria. Lost by two points, but I mean. Three points. Three points. 90-87. It should d- definitely be like, these should be sweeps, bro. Well, just to be clear, like, we're talking about a team that had fucking Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum. And those are just the three names I can think of off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, because, I mean, elite basketball is played in the U.S. The NBA is, like, top tier, right? Way top. Like, not even – I don't think there even is – you could skip the second and third tier and then put Euro There's basketball. nobody close, yeah. Yeah, there's nobody, nobody close. close. Nobody close. So, I mean, for you to lose to, like, a Nigerian team, that's like if me and you went and played against, like, the Mexico fucking – international team you know yeah they'd whoop our ass like just a whole nother it's like if we beat them bro because i mean i'm not talking shit about nigeria but i mean elite basketball is played in the u.s and i don't think the nigerian team had any elite players on there they might have usually these teams like they have like one nba player but it's usually some dude who rides the bench who's like the fifth best player off the bench yeah it's not like they're playing like uh i forgot where he's from but like luca's team you know I think it's like We're Slovakian like, or Slovenian if he's, or something. If you're playing him, like, you know he's a top-tier player, you know? Yeah, we're like Spain, anybody. too. Like, Spain used to have, like, the Gasol, the Gasol brothers. Yeah. And uh, France had, like, Tony Parker. Like, certain countries, yeah, they're... They have, like, one player, and they have enough to, like, back up that player. Yeah, like, Australia has, like, Ben Simmons. You know, like, certain countries have shit. But, like, Nigeria, I don't think they have anybody notable. And they beat a team that's got, like, arguably the best player in the world in Kevin Durant right now. And then... Fucking NBA, NBA stars are like so good at fucking basketball. That's what makes it so interesting, right? Because it's like there's that argument, talent versus like what the sport really is, right? So like you have a team that's got a bunch of stars, but then you have a team that knows how to play the game with like unity, right? Because we love those stories. You watch like any football movie where like one team comes together and they beat the more talented team and you're like, fuck yeah, like that was dope as shit. Or you want, and that's true of any sport, you know? Like, yeah, I just you think like, of the longest shard when you said that. <laughs> yeah, that's true of any sport. You like to watch games or, like, you like to hear the story of, like, so specifically the Euros recently, right? Denmark, we, we told the story about how Christian Eriksen got a heart attack on the field. Yes. And, and he went to the hospital. He's from Denmark, and they couldn't play. He couldn't play the rest of the tournament, right, because of heart complications. And then his team fucking rallies, gets out of the group stage, made it all the way to the semifinals. 
And that whole time you're like, you know, you're like, fuck yeah. Like you ride that wave, even if you're not a fan. Cause like that underdog story is so real. Yeah. Yeah. So Nigeria beating the fucking U S I bet you in Nigeria, those dudes are like fucking heroes now. Fuck yeah, dude. They're going back as like legends. Yeah. That's like legendary. That's the kind like, of shit. Like your kids are going to know your kids, kids, kids will know about that's that. That's what shit. I'm saying. Like no shade towards Nigeria. Like respect to them dude right now for beating the U S but the U.S., like, they're not putting on the show they should be, you know? 300 years from now, bro, the grandkid of that guy is going to be like, yeah, my great-great-grandfather, yeah, he beat the U.S. one time, Nigeria, forever. Fuck yeah. Because, <laughs> like, that's something that... It's huge. It's huge, dude. It's huge for countries that know who they're playing, you know? Like, if I'm playing, if I'm from fucking, let's say I'm in Mexico and I'm playing against the U.S. Olympic team, and you look across to the other bench and you just see star after star, like people you look up to and shit. And then you beat them. Even if you beat them in like a meaningless game, like an exhibition that's got no real like consequence or anything. You feel like you hold that shit. That's a prideful fucking moment that you're going to keep forever. Cause I have moments like that in local sports, like shit I've done just locally. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And you're like, damn, like, like everybody's got that memory where like either you did something so super epic or like, you witnessed like one of your teammates do something that was like unbelievable, you know? Yeah. Like you were just talking about how you scored on Chivo. Oh yeah. My stepdad. So me and my stepdad had a soccer game against each other, against each other. And I got to score a PK on him. Like they, they let me take a PK and I scored it against them. And that's a moment that I'm not going to forget ever. Yeah. And you won't let him forget it. No, fuck no. He knows, he knows what's up. (laughs) He knows what happens. If I'm on the spot, you know, it's going in. That's funny. (laughs) Right on, man. So, yeah, that's what's been fucking going on in sports, basically. Yeah, sports is, like, a big thing right now. Something that I saw that was funny that I just wanted to mention, though, is um, so Kevin Hart's birthday passed, I guess. Uh Uh-huh. And him and Nick Cannon have this weird, like, comedic rivalry. Like, they just prank each other and shit. I think they were, like, on Real Housewives or Real Husbands of Hollywood or some shit together, right? And um, so Nick Cannon sent him a llama for his birthday. As like a joke, he just literally gifted him a llama, and then Kevin Hart like posted it on his Instagram. It's just him holding this llama, and the llama's like way bigger than him. What the fuck do you do with that? I don't know, man. I feel like if you gave a llama to like your dad, for example, like my Theo, he'd raise it and then kill it and eat it, right? I don't know if you eat llamas. Oh, he'd sell. He probably knows a llama dude. Doesn't he know like a llama dude? Sell it to that sheep guy he used to hang out with. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, Kevin Hart, what the fuck's Kevin Hart going to do with a llama? He can do a show like Robin Big, you know? Instead of having the mini pony, he's got a llama. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. I think it's when you got money to blow. That's so much money to blow. That's funny as fuck. If I could just gift you, like, if if I was that rich, bro, and I just want to fuck with you, like, give you a giraffe. (laughs) Hey, Pablo, here's a fucking giraffe. It would have been funnier if Kevin Durant got, like, a miniature pony and shit. Oh, if Kevin Durant got a miniature pony? No, no, pony? not Kevin Durant. I'm Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart, yeah. I think it's hilarious. But it's also, like, for, like, us, the outside person, it's um, funny at a surface level. But for them, I bet it was, like, fucking hilarious, hilarious because it's some sort of inside joke. Fuck yeah, it's just like that inside joke mm-hmm. I made earlier to Victor, you know? Yeah, exactly. But if I was rich, I'd be doing shit like that. I probably wouldn't, like... You want to do some punk level shit to somebody? I don't think so, bro. Because I'm like very... Maybe it's because I don't have a lot of money that I'm aware of like the value of money. Yeah, It'd true. be hard for me to throw away shit like that. Like I'd probably do a joke where like I rented a miniature horse and gave it to my brother. 
and then behind it would be like a Mustang or something. On behind, yeah, yeah the re- like, the real gift yeah, comes yeah. right after. But I wouldn't like actually go out and like buy something like that and like gift it like that. Give him like a fucking emu or something. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like even logistically, like, what do I expect them to do with the llama afterwards? You know, like, <laughs> ap- after the joke's over, especially where he's at, he's probably in Hollywood or whatever with this fucking llama. Like, not very many farms around. Like 20 minutes after the joke's over. So what do we do with this animal now that we own? You just tie it up to your backyard and it dies. <laughs> it reminds me of, um, oh, what's that movie that was filmed in Idaho? Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. Eat the food, Tina. And he just fucking throws it at her. Tina, you fat lord. <laughs> Come get your dinner. That shit's fucking fun. He could do that shit, dude. They should do like a little skit, a Napoleon Dynamite skit with Kevin Hart and his llama. That's funny, dude. We were talking about uh, those pranks. <laughs> Uh, punked. Yeah, punked. And they actually did a punked episode with uh, the guy from Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. And basically, like, he was at a house, and it was, like, supposedly, like, a sex house. Okay. But he didn't know when he was going there. Like and a I prostitution guess, house? Yeah, yeah. And I guess they're, like, super like Christian. Brothel? They're pretty Christian, dude, like that Napoleon Dynamite guy. Oh. So, like, his brother was in on it, and his brother gets taken to, like, the back with the lady. Okay. He doesn't think anything of it. And then the FBI, like, raids the house oh. and scares the shit out of him. Like, sir, did you know that this is a prostitution house? Uh. He's like, we have video of your brother back there doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny as fuck, dude. And he just starts freaking out. Yeah, yeah, freaking out because they're super religious. He's like, no, no, my brother wouldn't do that. We have him on film. Some of those shows, man, used to hit so hard. Like, MTV used to be in its bag. Like, remember Room Raiders? Yes, I did. Fucking Room Raiders, like... Now that I think about it now, so fake, dude. Obviously, they didn't just go to the house and pull this dude into a van. Yeah, fuck no. No. Like, they give him a call 20 minutes before I pick up your shit. Yeah, like, even some of the shit, like, at the time, it's like, that's so incriminating. But then you're like, I bet you that was planted. Because, like. It had to have been. It had to be. There's no way they can, like. There's no show without it. Yeah, they can't make that show and be like, let me just hope this dude's got something embarrassing in his room. Because I'm thinking about it right now. If you went in my room, all you would find is, like. Some empty bags of chips and some like soda cans. Yeah, some and like shit. lotion next to tissue. There's like not. There's like nothing in there that would like incriminate me, right? That's but what they fucking frame you with. Yeah, dude. but if I'm in Room Raiders, they're gonna come in and fucking spill some shit on my bed, and then bring a black light in and be like, "Oh, we know what this he's been doing." Motherfucker, yeah. That's funny. I feel like the only real show back then was The Real World. Oh yeah, because that shit was real. Like, just followed around. Yeah, yeah. Those are like the first vlogs, bro. They were yeah. The Real World is like. Some dude, whoever came up with the actual first YouTube vlog was, like, probably a big real world fan. It was and like, it's weird because some of the people from, like, the first real worlds are still, like, competing in the challenges and shit. Yeah, like, have you seen the evolution of just reality TV? Because it's, like, it's gone from the real world to, like, keeping Jersey up with the Shore. Kardashians, Jersey Shore, all those types of things. So far that, like, a YouTuber knows now that all they got to do is, like, get somewhat famous and then they can just film themselves living their life. That's so funny, yeah. Like, vlogs, it's just, like, the Ace family or whatever, they're super famous, and all they do is, like, hang out with their kids, right? But a lot of them are staged now, you know? Yeah, it's like, all staged. Because if, like, I filmed my day-to-day life, it'd be boring as fuck, so I'd have to, like, plan shit to do, you know? Like, oh, we're going to Disneyland today, you know? Yeah, yeah. How great. You have to for the views, because it's true. If most of the time, you're not doing shit. Like, you, you, you're relaxing, or you're hanging out, and you're living life, but... For the videos, you got to like at least be like, today's the day we're going to the fucking trampoline park. Yeah, because even that Ace family, they like leaked this thing where like 
they try to do intros like over and over and over like certain scenes they'll have to retape and retape until they get it perfect i heard those guys are going bankrupt i heard that their house is like pre foreclosure there's a lot of shit going on with them yeah i don't know how true that is because this is the guy if nobody knows that he basically ran and owned the company that did the whole TikTok YouTube boxing match. Yeah, thing. yeah. And nobody got paid. And nobody got paid. So, like, they're saying that he's in, like, financial trouble now. I don't yeah, know if it's true. Yeah, because there's a couple lawsuits out against them, too. There's, like, a media company that's suing them and then something else. But uh, it's weird because I watched this guy called Keemstar. He's basically, like, is. he's the fucking... Uh, tmz of youtube yeah he's a t- yeah, he's the tmz of youtube and uh so i guess he called up but he plays favorites dude you could tell he called up the ace guy or whatever and he's like hey i heard your house is in foreclosure is this real he's like no 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 everything's good that's just fucking cap or whatever and the way they were checking that it was in pre-foreclosure was because they were going on zillow and zillow was saying that is that legit how legit is zillow we don't know but as soon as he like got done talking to him it switched from like pre-foreclosure to like think it's whatever it was before well it could also be oversight right so in per- in my personal life i've like sometimes you pay the rent you pay the rent late or uh before i had a wireless like wireless billing and shit for my electricity and all that stuff like sometimes i would forget honestly like a month or two and then have to pay it all in one sum so i'm sure that dude just fucking forgot his mortgage or didn't or somehow his accounts changed and he didn't have it set up for auto pay well, I mean, if you live in a $10 million house, I got to assume you got at least $100 million in the bank, you know? <laughs> I got to assume. I mean, you're not going to spend half of your, like, life's money on that shit. You might. You might. Those people do that. A lot of... The, you hear shit like... So, Tyga, right? You know the rapper Tyga? He's been, like, foreclosed on and shit or, like, kicked out of houses all the time because, like, he just leases them to live in them. Here's my weird thing. For dude. the lifestyle. It's because I picture... Like the electricity bill, you know, because if I get a two hundred dollar electricity bill, I'm like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, yeah. they're probably getting like a thousand dollar electricity bill in a ten million dollar home, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's fucking weird. But yeah, man, it's a whole different side of life that we haven't had a taste of. He's been in trouble. He's saying everything's fake, not true. I guess if we see him on the streets, we'll see. If we ever beat the guy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to be 100% honest. Even if he walked right by me, the odds that I recognize him are like... Zero? Yeah, not no, zero. Like three. Would fucking- like if people were following him around, yeah, but like let's say he's like, there's no media or no one recognizes him and he walks right by me. Like maybe... It's funny that you mentioned... The, two out of ten times do I know who the, the fuck he is. Because uh, they were actually here. In Idaho? Yeah, yeah. They were like fucking wakeboarding or something. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Up yeah. in Coeur d'Alene, right? A lot of famous people go to like... The lakes in like Coeur d'Alene or in uh oh there's another one too. Catch him, I think it is. They own like those big ass mansions out there that nobody knows. Yeah, yeah. Because you know? Bruce Willis had like a mansion here or something. So, so did Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean owns like a lake house out here somewhere. Does he? Yeah, it's in his song. Remember he's like sell you a lake house in Idaho. I don't think that was true though. I think it's true, man. I think he owned he it. He didn't even call it a lake house. He's like, I got a beach house down in Idaho. I can yeah. sell you. I think it was true. I just don't think he actually ever went there. You know, it's like I'm rich. I need to somehow make my money work for me. And then his people buy him fucking realty everywhere. Yeah. So he probably owned it, but like never fucking set foot. I can't in imagine it. having to manage like seven or eight properties, even if I was rich, you know? That's why they get people, dude. That's why you hear stories. Okay, so they all get people financially. And then every once in a while, you know, you find yourself an Allen, like the Ball family, who fucks you over for like a hundred, for like 
three billion dollars or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, that's fucking weird. That's such. Or I feel like Selena the way that did that too, right? Selena so got fucked over for money. Selena Gomez. No, Selena the like. Oh. oh. The Hano music legend. Her lady was stealing money too, right? Something like that, yeah, and that's why she killed her. It's fucking weird. I get it, cause like if I was that rich, I don't think I'd be able to like manage my money, cause it's such a huge scale compared to what you are now, right? But at the same time, finding the right person is probably hard as fuck, cause like how do you trust them, dude, to like buy your shit or handle all your finances? I'm gonna be honest, bro. Not that I'm ever gonna be rich, right? But if I was, I definitely think I can manage my money. I'm just that type of person because right now I manage my my money. Oh, no, I know. I know. For us. There's certain levels, though. Like, if you can manage your, like, what you spend, what your family's spending, <clears throat> bills and shit, that's that's pretty easy stuff, right? Because here's my biggest thing, But bro. if you're, like, a company yourself, right? Like, let's say this podcast blows up and we have employees yeah, and we yeah. have, um, I don't know, what else What else comes with We'd that? We'd have like, to get a payroll company. Yeah, yeah, we need a... Like, and that makes sense, but I'm saying as far as, like, my actual money, you know? Like I know where that shit's going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have to, dude. I'm like a I'm like a nitpicker. So like you're always checking the account. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna. I I told my wife the other day. You know, I don't care if it's family or not. Like I hate people fucking with my money, no matter how much it is. You know, like because if, like a joint account or something. No, no, no. I've, like if you lend somebody money. Or oh something, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I I'm like the type of person where I'm like family shouldn't be fucking you over for money because money's not important, you know. But also like. We work hard for our money. I don't want people just taking it, you know? I know what sort you're saying. Shit like that, yeah. Because it's a lot easier to trust a family member, right, to, like, pay you back. Yeah, yeah. But and then if they don't, they can really strain a relationship, especially if you're talking about substantial money. If you're talking about, like, 100 bucks, I don't think that much. But no, like, no. talking, like, $1,000. Yeah, yeah, because I've even had family members be like, oh, get this, and I'll pay you back, you know? That doesn't fucking bug me. We're yeah, family, yeah. you know? But when we're talking, like, $500 or something, I'm like, it's $500, you know? <laughs> it's like, hey, bro. That's like a week's work, dude, you for get, some yeah, people. You got to, you know, give me that back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets awkward and shit. That's when you got to slide in their DMs and be like, I know it's been like four months. Oh, yeah, but yeah. I'm going yeah. to need you to give me my money. Something, man. Yeah, it's fucking oh, I'm weird. sorry, bro. I don't have it right now. Well, you know, you I think if I was super shit. rich, I'd be less, more lenient about that, though, because, like, I'm the type of person where, like, if I ever did get rich, like, people are coming with me, bro. <laughs> Oh yeah, dude! You gotta bring, you gotta bring, you gotta champion your people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I always see this guy called Steve will do it. Okay. Always giving money away, bro. That's like, the. He's one of the Nelk guys. The Nelk dudes. So he um he did this episode just recently where he went to a dealership randomly. Right. And he was gonna pay for these people's car. He gets out of his vehicle. He's like, "Hey, I want to pay for this guy's car," but he's got a bottle of fucking whiskey with him. Okay. And the dude's like, no, 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 you're drunk, man. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, really? Yeah, it doesn't let him buy the car for the people, dude. So then he, Like the dealership guy didn't let him do the it? The dealership guy did not let him, dude. So dude. then that guy leaves. Another woman comes in and she's getting a party or something. She's like, hey. He's like, hey, go tell that guy I'll buy a car for you. She goes in and he's like, no, 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 get out of here, lady. Like, he's fucked up, dude. And now if you go to that page for that dealership, zero star review <laughs> oh really the internet went off on that place the fans, dude yeah that could fuck you over because like, like reviews is what gets you like that i don't know that right like let's say i don't know that and then i'm gonna go buy a car at that dealership and, and i look at the reviews I just look at the stars yeah. that's it you yeah know? you look it's got one star i'd be like fuck this place yeah but kind of continuing the story so like that guy's always doing good shit right for other people but recently he's been showing what he's been giving his like parents brothers sisters he bought like all his brothers new cars his mom a new house his sister a new house 
It was funny because he had like some girl he liked or something. Okay. She told him, hey, you got to stop drinking. So he broke up with her. But he had bought her like $40,000 in jewelry. And he just ended up giving it to his sister. He's like, I got this for you. It wasn't meant for anybody else, but it. <laughs> I really was thinking only of you. It was funny, dude. That's when but you yeah, got throwaway money. That's, that's fuck like you money, bro. That's that'll bring people up, you know? Yeah, you got to bring up your people, bro. That's yeah. the whole point. Yeah, because the first thing I would do, buy my dad a truck, bro. That's uh, what he's always wanted, like a brand new truck. And that's like the first thing I would do. Uh, I even entered like this contest to win a truck, bro. And I was telling my wife, if I win that shit. I heard those were rip Well, not the mall one. It's right? a Maverick one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I heard like the mall ones were not real. Yeah, those are ripoffs just to get your information. Yeah, I heard that if you win, they don't even give you shit. They yeah. just they just want your info so they can send you all kinds of bullshit. Yeah, bro. I was like, if I win that truck, Lori, we're giving it to my dad. <laughs> We're giving it to my dad. She's going to be like, like I need it, but fuck, dude. Like, you know, he's the one that, like, gave us everything as kids, you know? That'd be cool as fuck. Fucking show up with some truck you won. I tried winning a fucking raffle for my little brother's soccer team. Like, I bought three tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I want it. And I didn't win. Damn. <laughs> I don't know. I've been getting lucky with these raffles and shit the last couple of years. All right. Well, let's move on to the hypothetical question. Hypothetical moment. All right, man. All right. So the hypothetical for this episode is, would you rather be bald or have a mullet for the rest of your life. Fuck. <laughs> Why, dude? Why? Because it's funny. Damn. I'm, I'm going to give you some of my thinking, right? Before I, we answer anything, it's like, so bald really depends on the shape of your head, right? Because you could go bald and your head could be fucked up. Because nobody knows. And like, some, maybe what you, some people get like acne on your head or like a bump Not or even a that. scar. Have bumpy heads. Yeah, know? or you got a bumpy, bumpy head. In, head I think. Bumpy head in general, dude. You can feel that shit. But then a mullet, dude, is like so universal. Like a, if you see a bald dude, you don't judge. You see a dude with a mullet, you judge. And you judge heavy. So. Yeah, because I mean, you don't know what a person looks like before you see them bald, you know? Oh, and also like 100% anyway, I'm thinking is like. The right dude with the right shaped head is pulling off the bald more than the dude who's pulling off the mullet. Here's the thing, though, to me about the mullet, though. You have hair? <laughs> it's been coming back in style for, like, Hispanics. They're called taquaches, bro. Oh, yeah? Okay. I have they a kid that at work who's got a mullet. Thing, yeah. They do that whole hair thing, and they're like, no quema cut. <laughs> you know? I don't know if you know about that whole I, culture. I, I don't know about that that much. But, uh, yeah. Ah, fuck, this is hard, bro. I don't fucking know. What are you going with? I think I'm going to go mullet. I'm going to go mullet. You're going to go mullet? I'm going mullet, dude. And I'm just because that whole scene's kind of coming back and it kind of looks cool with the fucking hat. Really? Because you've been bald. Yeah, and I have a lumpy head. But it didn't look bad on you when you had like the, not super bald. You weren't like clean shaven yeah, bald. but, but you had like the clean shaven bald. True, but you were like pretty close, right? Didn't you have like the one? Like yeah, the, yeah. Like lower I had than like the a one? zero, Yeah, you had like a zero all the way around. You yeah. didn't look bad bald. That's why I was thinking that you'd go bald because you've lived it. I don't know. The baldness kind of makes me look like a cholo. Where like the mullet makes me look like a tequache. Yeah. It's a Mexican stereotype. But if yeah. you're bald, they're going to stereotype your ass as like, unless you're wearing skinny jeans and a fucking fanny pack, you're going to get stereotyped some sort of yeah, yeah. gang like, If bullshit. I was bald right now, people would be, think I'm a crip because I'm wearing a blue champion shirt, you know? Is there Mexican crips? They think I'm a Southsider. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, I'm going to go with the mullet just because, like, I think you can cover your baldness with the hat, but, like, I think that whole look with the hat and the fucking Mexican mullet looks cool. 
right, all right. Yeah, and he's still got some hair, so maybe it's nice in the winter. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? It's not as cold. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going mullet, too, just because I can't picture myself bald. I've never... I just think I have a fucking weirdly shaped head. Like, I don't have the proper head. Like, I feel like if you're bald, you got to have more forehead than I have. You got to have, like, a wider head. I don't have the right size head yeah. to pull off bald. I'll just look like a fucking that. cancer patient, dude. No, the lowest I've ever gotten is, like, one on the sides and, like, a little bit higher than, like, a little bit more finger length up top. Yeah, yeah. But it's not bald, you know. And I've been bald because I, I fucked bald. up my hair one time. Where, like, I went in with the clippers and it was on zero. Right. Fuck. <laughs> like, what do you do about that? You know, you got a big old patch. <laughs> Just cut it all off. Yes. I even during COVID, I cut it all off. See, you've done bald twice. I've even shaved my beard off and my kid was scared. Yeah, I'm going with mullet. Yeah, I, I'm going mullet too because even though I think people with mullets look stupid, most of the people I've seen with mullets are white people and you get they got that, trucks and boots yeah, and shit. You get the country vibe from them. Right. And I feel like I'm not that I'm familiar with what the culture you're talking about with the Mexican mullets and shit. Cause I've never really seen that many of it. But if I had a Mexican mullet, you could do so many things with it. You know, you curl it and you're one of those Mexican dudes with the weird curly mullet that I see all the time. I don't know if that's what you were talking it's the same about. Culture, bro. Yeah. I don't know if that's what you're talking about, but I, I don't know. I have to have hair. Get a perm? Fuck. Like, I can't be bald, bro. <laughs> I don't think... Like, if I became bald later in life, I'm accepting of it at that point, you know? But, like, right now, like, if I just went bald, I don't think I could do it. You would never just do it, yeah. Yeah, I seriously don't think my head is shaped right. And, like, sometimes I'll get, like... um, What's what's that shit called? I've had, like, pimples, like, along my the, my back of my head, you know? Sometimes when you get, like, a, like, razor bumps almost, like, from a haircut or something. Yeah, yeah. And I think it would look weird if I was bald. I just, I don't, I don't see it, bro. I, I couldn't be bald. Yeah, it's not for everybody, bro. Yeah. I've done it twice, but I've regretted it both Just times. feeling the breeze, like, on the back of your head and shit. That's weird, man. No, it's kind of nice, but no. Nah. And then, like, it takes, how long does it take before you start to get that nice shine? Because you know how, like, bald dudes at first, you shave and you can tell that it's a whole different color than the rest of your head because it's not in the sun. There's yeah. no t- It's not tanned. So at first you'd look stupid. You have to like at least. It's probably like a month in before yeah. you look regular. Yeah, a month in before it starts to blend in with like the color of your forehead and shit. That's funny as fuck. So yeah, no way, dude. Mullet. I got to go mullet. I'm going mullet too, yeah. Oh, but all the people with mullets that I've ever seen, I'm not going to lie. If I see a bald guy in public, I don't judge. I'm just like, oh, bald dude, whatever. But if I see a dude with a mullet, I judge hard. I'm like fucking redneck. Look how stupid he looks. Just it never looks good on anyone. I love I love mullets now. <laughs> you gonna do it? You gonna come to the next show with a mullet? Next, All you next gotta show. do, I mean, you don't have enough hair for it, but you can just fade up the side a little bit and just keep the back. Just like cut this off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. I'll just stick to fades. Thank you. All right, all right. Well, that's the fucking end of the episode, bro. All right, man. Make sure to check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. We're still on TikTok. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. We got a YouTube, um, a lot older episodes, but I mean, you get to see us in person. Yeah. And we're going to, I guess we're sort of going to start a website. We're working on it, right? Yeah. We're working on a website where like, you can basically go see like the latest episodes or like check out our store from there. Merch. 
get yeah. to know us better. We'll tell some fucking yeah, we'll, like a biography. We're gonna be putting biographies on there. It's so. like that shit you see in the back of a book, huh? Where they're like, "This author is this." Blah 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 blah. Started podcasting a year ago. <laughs> Changed my life forever. What got you into the business, sir? Well, you know, I was like, "Fuck it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if anybody wants to come on the show, feel free to reach out. We're gonna have t-shirts made for you guys when you come be on the show. So. Yeah, special T-shirt that you can't buy. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely customize it somehow. So, all Peace. right, peace.